Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with BankInfoSecurity.com, here with Don Rhodes, the Director of Risk Management Policy for the American Bankers Association. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm fine, Tracy. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. Don, before we get started, could you tell us a little bit about your role with the American Bankers Association? Well, Tracy, uh, I have responsibilities here at the ABA in the broad, uh, broadly defined area of risk management policy, uh, but specifically in the areas of uh, critical infrastructure protection, uh, payments, uh, and technology. Thank you. And today we were going to talk a little bit about this migration to EMV. The recent announcement made by the United Nations Federal Credit Union is interesting, and I just wanted to get a perspective from the banking side of the house. Personally, I, I really don't think it's a significant move uh, uh, for the broader U.S. Uh, financial services uh, industry. Uh, I really think uh, that brother, it's really uh, indicative of this particular credit union's uh, rather unique membership base, which I understand is comprised of a, of a large number of members residing outside of the U.S., uh, largely in Western Europe, where uh, chip and pin or, or EMB technology uh, has become prevalent. Okay, and that probably answers my next question, which was, do you think that this could perhaps motivate other financial institutions in the U.S. to, to follow suit? I don't think it will have uh, any significant impact uh, on the remainder of, of U.S. financial institutions, whether you're a bank or a credit union. And considering this technology, I think, I think all U.S. financial institutions, uh, banks as, as well as credit unions, uh, are, are concerned about customer convenience uh, as well as uh, security. Uh, and reducing uh, card fraud loss. I think uh, uh, particularly uh, when, you, when you talk about chip technology, uh, we have to consider that uh, uh, for U.S. cardholders, I know uh, there have been some reports that uh, travelers uh, traveling abroad with their magnetic stripe cards uh, have had problems uh, having the cards accepted. Uh, I should point out that most, uh, if not all, point-of-sale devices uh, that are deployed around the world uh, that accept the chip card uh, also still accept the, the magnetic stripe card. So, so travelers that, that will visit uh, other countries that use chip uh, shouldn't have any, uh, any real problem in continuing to, uh, to use their magnetic stripe cards uh, in those countries. Do you expect to see fraud levels migrating to the U.S., or do you think that the skimming attacks that we're facing right now are going to just continue as they are, and maybe the U.S. will move to something else like RFID? Well, I think, I think the jury is still out. I think it, it may be too early to tell. I think uh, there have, have been some uh, good uh, uh, card uh, fraud reductions at point of sale uh, in countries that have adopted uh, the chip and pin technology. Uh, but the problem uh, is that... Uh, uh, that that technology really doesn't do anything for, for card not present uh, transactions such as telephone, uh, online, or, or mail order. Uh, you have to understand that, uh, that U.S. issuing banks work uh, with the card brands, which obviously uh, operate globally. Uh, and I think the brands, uh, as well as a number of the very large uh, banks that also operate globally, uh, will, will certainly evaluate uh, fraud trends uh, whether uh, and whether they, they will see that fraud migrating to the United States or not. Uh, and they'll evaluate the technology uh, uh, and, and move in that direction if, uh, if they think that, uh, that it will become effective. And one of the, the arguments that we hear quite a bit in the United States is that it would just simply be cost prohibitive at this point in time to make a move toward EMV. Do you have any handle on how many POS systems would have to be replaced or how many cards would have to be reissued? What kind of expense would we be talking about? 
Well, I don't know the uh, the raw numbers, uh, but I, there obviously would be cost uh, involved uh, throughout the payment system. Whether you're talking about the the issuing financial institution placing the uh, their existing card uh, card stock uh, that it, that are already uh, in the hands of consumers, uh, to the merchants that would have to replace the uh, uh, the point of sale devices. Uh, I think uh, one thing that we all all have to, to look at uh, is, is that, that the, uh, the card brands have already implemented uh, other initiatives uh, to combat card fraud, such as uh, Verified by Visa uh, and MasterCard's uh, Secure Code. And these initiatives uh, have really been uh, pretty successful in this country. I think that the cost, uh, convenience, uh, and security uh, are all three factors that, that issuers as well as the brands uh, and merchants uh, have to uh, to look at so cost is is one of the, the factors certainly but but not the only factor. Thank you. Again, this is Don Rhodes, Director of Risk Management Policy for the American Bankers Association for BankInfoSecurity.com. I'm Tracy Kitten.